You're listening to the Fertility Academy podcast, episode nine. Today, I'm chatting with Dr. Jody Peacock, who's the founder of the Canadian Fertility Show. You're not going to want to miss the special discount code we'll give you to receive half off your ticket. So stay tuned. Welcome to Fertility Academy, a podcast where we provide you with information and tools to help you optimize your fertility to grow your family no matter where you are in your fertility journey. We offer interesting, creative, and evidence-based information and give you practical tools to help you get closer to your goal of building a family. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a fertility-focused acupuncturist and Chinese medicine practitioner, board-certified fertility specialist, and fertility coach with over 10 years of experience helping my patients build their families. I'm so glad you're here with us. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome to the Fertility Academy podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kaffler. Today, we're going to be talking with Dr. Jody Peacock all about the Canadian Fertility Show. I've had the pleasure of being an exhibitor and speaker at the Canadian Fertility Show a number of times since its first year four years ago. It generally happens in person, but with COVID happening this year, many event organizers have had to pivot to create online events. So today we're going to talk about the change in format of the Canadian Fertility Show, how it works, who can attend, speakers and exhibitors. And then we have a great conversation about preconception as well as male health and fertility and how it's often overlooked. But before we dive in, I want to tell you a little bit more about Dr. Jody. Dr. Jody Peacock is a naturopathic doctor, author and public educator. Jody is passionate about educating couples in the role of the environment and lifestyle to help optimize the fertility and health of their future children. She authored Preconceived to support couples through the wealth of research on the impact of diet and lifestyle changes with regards to conception. Preconception health is critical to ensuring the optimal health of our future generations. She feels very strongly about the opportunity to educate patients and the general public in the use of effective alternative treatments, empowering them to take control of their own health. This is one of the reasons why she started the Canadian Fertility Show to educate the general public. So without further ado, let's play that interview. Welcome, Dr. Jody Peacock. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for the new version of the Canadian Fertility Show this year. I think it's going to be so interesting to see it in the online format. I know that you and your team have been working really hard to set everything up. Yeah, I mean, we decided, I guess, October that probably 2021, uh, especially in the first half of the year, there there likely would be not the opportunity for in-person and so decided to flip. And I, I, I'm actually really excited about this virtual option um, because it now gives us a chance to kind of reach people further across Canada than, you know, hosting at the International Centre um, for an in-person. And the other really cool thing with the software is it um, gives attendees the ability to go back and look at things after the day of. So it stays live for a month afterwards. So if they miss something in a lecture, they can go back and listen again. If they didn't get to all the booths, um, you know, during the day of the show on the 6th, they're able to go back and like gather that information and still connect um, with all our amazing exhibitors. So I, I'm actually quite excited to see how it all rolls out for us. Me too. I think that one silver lining to this whole thing is that we're seeing so much creativity in the online space and people are just really putting a lot of effort into offering alternative solutions. And so it'll be, a, like you said, a great way to reach different audiences. Absolutely. 
Okay, so before we dive into talking about the Canadian Fertility Show, would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to start the Canadian Fertility Show a few years ago? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm uh, my trainings as a naturopathic doctor. Um, and I kind of got started in the world of fertility in my early 20s when I got diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. So while I was in naturopathic school, I got the diagnosis and basically was told by the OB gynecologist at the time that, you know, this diagnosis could make it really challenging to get pregnant later in life. So probably not to kind of hold off on family planning. At that point, I was in first year of naturopathic school, so I really wasn't ready to embark on parenthood. Um, But it really got me thinking about, okay, what are the things that we can do to actually protect and preserve our fertility? And, And so that kind of got me started on the journey. And then I've now been in practice since 2006 and have seen hundreds of couples going through the process of you know, whether it's an easy process, or it's a taking years process, um, just the amount of kind of education around fertility, I found was really lacking. And so I actually had a patient that went to the UK to see they they had started a fertility show there that has been running now for I think it's in its 12th or 13th year. Um, and I said, Oh, there must be something like that here in Canada. And I searched and searched and couldn't find anything. So decided that I would embark on starting it. Um, and so that now we're going into our fourth year. And it's been amazing to hear the feedback from people um, who have attended the show, uh, you know, vendors, exhibitors, um, or speakers, like it's been a very positive experience, I think, all around for everyone involved. So I'm really excited to just be part of it. Me too. Um, I did uh, sign on as an exhibitor that first inaugural year. And then um, in subsequent years, I've always been part of it on some level, sometimes as a speaker and sometimes just uh, in a very, you know, small way. That was the year that I had my son. So he was two months old at the time. There's just no way I was (laughs) able to do anything uh, more than put some flyers in the, in the goodie bags. Um, But it's always been such an incredible opportunity, not only to connect with, um, you know, potential people that we can help, but also other professionals in the field, because it's not just allied health professionals that attend the show. It's, you know, um, fertility clinics and reproductive endocrinologists, um, uh, information on sperm donors and egg donors and adoption lawyers, and you get people from the mental health space that come in. And it's just a really great comprehensive view into what's possible in infertility and, and how there are just so many ways to build a family. And I think it's a really positive experience for people to walk in and say, okay, there are a lot of options. Well, and I think that for me is like one of the big driving factors to why we wanted to do this, right? Because oftentimes, you know, you may and, you know, as somebody that's going through the journey, you may not even be aware of how many options there actually are, you know, and, and depending on, you know, what specialist you might be working with, um, they may have a very different point of view than another specialist. And, and sometimes just getting that second opinion or talking to someone from a different angle um, can make all the difference, right? Like there, there's definitely patients I've had that weren't aware that there were different testing options available um, or how the process of egg donation works in Canada, like that you can access eggs from the United States and that's perfectly legal and they work alongside the clinics here. 
Um, so there's just so many different aspects that I think, you know, being able to bring all those experts together in one place is a pretty amazing um, opportunity for attendees to get access to so much information. Absolutely. And I think it sometimes goes beyond the ability to get that information as well. I mean, a lot of the time, it sometimes comes down to chemistry between a practitioner and um, and a patient. And you can't really gauge whether or not you're going to have that with somebody until you meet them face to face and, and per- perhaps hear them speak about their area of expertise. And so um, that ability to talk to multiple different people with multiple different perspectives can really be eye opening for people because a lot of the time it's like okay well you know you need to do fertility uh investigations and so your doctor refers you to a fertility clinic and then it's like well you've got this one doctor that you have the option of asking questions to and interviewing but there are really so many different styles of bedside manner and approaches to treatment and so it's nice to be able to explore the different options as opposed to just the conventional medical system where it's like okay here's your referral and this is the person you're going to see based on your doctor's own relationships or connections or preferences. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And then I think it also like another kind of aspect of why we wanted to start this show was to really start to just bring awareness to this whole area, because it is, you know, very much something that I find a lot of patients don't talk about with their, you know, with even their loved ones, sometimes like sometimes their parents have no idea that they're struggling with fertility. And so the fact that there is, you know, a show that's dedicated to supporting people with fertility, um, certainly is, you know, very eye opening for a lot of people. Like when I, you know, talk to friends of mine or stuff like that, and they say, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm prepping for, you know, the virtual Canadian fertility show. And they're like, there's a show about that. Like what? (laughs) Right. So it's, you know, it definitely brings some awareness and then that support that people feel right now this year, obviously in a virtual setting, um, it'll be a little bit of a different feel than being able to visibly, you know, see everyone in person. But, you know, through the chats and that kind of thing, you, you know, there will certainly be that level of connection. Um, And just to see that you are not alone going through this journey and there are lots of other people that are, you know, exploring these different options and trying to figure out what's the best route for them in terms of their family planning. Very good. Well, I mean, I have to say thank you for doing all of this that you're doing because this type of organized event is not easy. There's so much that goes into planning one of these things. So thank you for being the one that, you know, actually goes ahead and does it because we all kind of think, oh, you know, we don't have that. And it'd be really nice to incorporate that into what we do. But it's very seldom to have somebody who not only does it once, but then does it again and again, year after year. So thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So who should attend the Canadian Fertility Show? Um, You know, who do you have in mind when you're planning these uh, events? Well, this is kind of an interesting part because I think it, it is something that we've tried to design to span all the way from, you know, a couple who is just in that beginning phases of like thinking about getting pregnant or that, you know, single mom or uh, mom to be or dad to be who's, you know, starting to look at, okay, what are my options if I want to become, you know, a single parent, all the way through to those people that, you know, have been trying different routes for years, right? Like, it's, there are things that are going to look at kind of just optimizing your fertility before going into a pregnancy that, you know, are going to be relevant across the board. 
but then certainly, you know, more in, in depth testing options, you know, leaving no stone unturned so that we can make sure that, you know, going into a pregnancy, you're going to be at your best help, but then also looking at, you know, what other options are there if it's not going to happen for you in your own body? You know, can you use a surrogate? Then we can, you know, you can talk to people about that. Is adoption on the table for you? And what does that look like? How how do you make that conversation work well for you? Because um, not everybody's journey is the same, right? And so being able to provide options no matter where someone is on that journey was really important to us. Um, and we really hope to be able to provide service for people right across the board. That's great. And I think that one of the things that I've noticed, um, you know, being there year after year is that it, it almost creates this pressure free scenario and energy that if people might say, okay, well, no, egg donorship would never work for me or adoption or surrogacy would never work for me, um, you know, when they're originally starting out this journey, but then people change, people change their mind. And it, it's really nice for people to be able to ask, uh, ask questions to the direct companies um, without having to feel the pressure of, well, you're in the doctor's office and you're sitting there and you need to basically make a decision right now. It's nice to just be there and have a conversation. So that's a great opportunity. Well, absolutely. And then, you know, being able to talk to people who've gone through it before, right? And what does that look like for them? And how might that look for you? And how do you have the conversations around it even, right? Like, you know, I was talking to a, you know, a patient just the other day about, you know, she's kind of trying to decide if, if egg donation is a good route for her. And, you know, she, the concerns that come up around that, like, well, how do I, talk to my friends about that how do I talk to my parents about that and and you know what does it look like in terms of family dynamic to have one child that you know is born from my own egg and one that's born from someone else's you know how do we manage all that as we grow up and so I think you know definitely the counseling and the mental health side of it comes into play in a big way and being able to talk to people about that and feel supported and whatever decision is right for you is so important. Absolutely. And so there are kind of two main aspects to the show. You have the exhibitors where people are going to be on the virtual floor uh, with lots of information and downloadable pamphlets and links that people can go to. Um, and then uh, with little videos of information, and then you have the ability to talk to those exhibitors and ask questions like you would on a, a normal um, a show floor. But then you also have this panel of experts who are speaking about their topics of expertise. So what types of things can people learn from those expert speakers that are part of the show? Yeah, so again, we, we try our best to really cover the whole gauntlet with different lectures. So we have, you know, lecture topics varying from things like how to optimize your egg quality, your sperm health, um, how to manage fertility with polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, looking at things like how does acupuncture play a role? How does your mindset help? And then kind of some more on the technical side. So what is an IVF cycle actually look like if you haven't got, you know, done one yet? What does that process actually look like? What other testing options can go along with it? Um, and then some looking at, you know, those options of, you know, choosing a sperm donor. What does the egg donation process look like? Um, so things along those lines, as well as, you know, some aspects of adoption, surrogacy. So, Again, each of the lectures is delivered by someone who is an expert in that individual field. And 
again, with this year's show, then the really cool thing is in years past, because it has been live, we've had overlapping lecture times and and people weren't actually able to attend all of the lectures. And so now this year, even though we do have some overlapping time slots, because you as an attendee have the access to go back, you're actually able to go back and see, you know, lectures that you might not have made it to day of to really garner those expertise from from our amazing speaker lineup. And then each of the speakers is affiliated with um, an exhibit booth. So that's a really great opportunity to go back to the trade show floor and, you know, follow up if you had, you know, extra questions for that particular speaker, or again, you feel connected and you want to know how do you work with that particular person. There's a great basically flow back to the trade show floor where you can make those connections. That's perfect. And people, if they really resonated with a particular lecture or, you know, a lot of the lectures, because I was able to watch some of them over the years uh, when I wasn't speaking or exhibiting myself, some of them are just so juicy. They have so much good information. And so somebody could potentially even go go back and watch it again to learn more or watch it five times if they really, you know, wanted to study it. Yeah, no, for sure. And it and it for some people, if it if this is kind of a new field for them. You know, I definitely have had feedback from people who have attended in the past that they felt like they got so much information, but it was like almost too much information for them to kind of process day of. And so this is where I think, you know, having this ability for the month afterwards to go back and look at things. And, you know, if you missed anything, you you have that option to go back um, and take a look, I think is going to be really helpful for our attendees. That's great. You talked a little bit about preconception earlier. So I'd like to go back and talk a little bit about that specifically. So can you tell us about preconception and why that might be important in somebody's fertility journey? Because we talked a lot about, uh, you know, the therapies that are available to people who are, you know, diagnosed and actively experiencing infertility challenges. But this show is also for people who are thinking about getting pregnant in the future. So can you tell us a little bit about that preconception piece? Oh, absolutely. So this is an area that I am particularly passionate about. As you know, I actually have authored a book called Preconceived that basically looks at all of the research around lifestyle and dietary um, changes that you can make going into a pregnancy. So that preconception is basically the the time frame three to six months leading up to a pregnancy. Um, And this, in my opinion, is kind of one of the most important times to lay really good, healthy foundations that's going to not only improve the health of both parents-to-be, but also your future baby. So this is a time where we look at, you know, are we exercising? How are we reducing our stress levels? Are our hormones, you know, metabolizing properly? Like, are there things we can change there? What foods can we be eating to, you know, help eat, especially if, you have any underlying health concerns, like such as you've got chronic inflammation, or perhaps an autoimmune condition, what are some of the things that we can do to help optimize your health so that you can can maintain a healthy pregnancy and end up with a healthy baby? Well, it sounds like we're going to have to have you back on the podcast to talk all about that work that you do with people. But I want to go back again. You mentioned something kind of caught my ear when you were talking about that, which is you said not the mother, but the parents. And I think that that's an important thing to address as well, because it does take an egg and a sperm to be able to get pregnant. As of now, I mean, we never know what the future will hold in terms of reproductive (laughs) technology. 
But that's an interesting highlight because it, it, you know, one thing that that kind of comes up for me when you say that is that there's lots of information at the show for men who are looking to optimize their fertility as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Oh, absolutely. So most definitely it takes you, you, you know, you have to have both sides, right? It's 50% from each. And, and I mean, particularly, and I don't know if you find this in your practice, but I find a lot of the weight of kind of the fertility journey will land on mom to be and dad to be is kind of along for the ride. I'm sitting here nodding my head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where, you know, half of that baby is coming from dad. And yes, dad to be is not, you know, gestating and carrying the baby, but we want that sperm to be absolutely as healthy as possible um, when we're, you know, joining with the egg to make that embryo and to have that baby happen. So there is so much research showing, you know, different nutrients can play a role in the health of sperm, that inflammatory piece, the stress piece, like all those things that we often will talk about with our female patients are just as applicable to our male patients and and those dads to be. And as you said, they are often overlooked. Um, you know, they even in the kind of that initial workup process for, for those people who have been to a fertility center, you know, they do a sperm analysis and a bit of blood work and like that's about it. Where, you know, mom to be is in for frequent ultrasounds, blood work. And I do find that even when the results come back, often they're kind of downplayed from the male side. Um, you know, the total amounts of sperm, like our sperm count have dropped significantly over the last few decades. So we're seeing, you know, the bar is set relatively low now for our male sperm uh, parameters. And I think when we make these diet and lifestyle changes, and we look to optimize nutrition, we can actually see some significant improvements in a lot of these parameters. So some of the things that will get looked at are, are things like your total sperm count, you know, an average sperm count 30 years ago was over 80 million. Now, it, as long as a male patient is presenting with 15 million, they're deemed as okay, like we're going to go ahead and that's fine. And 15 million still sounds like quite a large number. And obviously, when you only need one sperm, probably some of the thought process was how many do I need? But our sperm parameters, I feel are a huge tie to the internal health of that male patient. So if we're seeing, you know, poor sperm counts, if we're seeing low motility, morphology, um, so those are kind of the parameters that look at, you know, can the sperm swim properly? And does it look normal? Does it have one head, one tail and one body in the middle? These are things that we definitely can see big improvements when we do repeat sperm analysis, when changes are made um, with lifestyle. And I think that's often something that some of the traditional clinics may not um, emphasize as much as I might like them to. Yeah, I'm definitely with you there. So the message in big neon lights here that we're saying is that if a male partner is part of your fertility journey, please bring him to the show too. There's just as much info for him and it's just as important as you optimizing your body. So where can people purchase tickets for the show? Yeah, so um, it's a very simple website. It's just canadianfertilityshow.ca. Um, you can pop on there to purchase tickets. Um, and you as a, as a silver sponsor are going to have uh, a code that you're able to email out 
uh, to your client base for half price tickets. Um, the early bird tickets right now are on sale for $10. So they're very affordable. We try to make this as affordable for people as possible to make sure that, you know, that price point is certainly not a barrier for them to attend the show. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing everyone there. Perfect. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to link all of that in the show notes. I will also make sure that I link um, to your website if anybody wants to connect with you, or maybe to just buy your book on preconception. And for people who are interested in accessing that 50% off code, you can head over to fertilityacademypodcast.com and sign up for a newsletter. And we will be sending that code out to everybody next week who is on the newsletter. Otherwise, anything else you want to let us know about this? No, I think I just, you know, if you are listening to this and you know anyone who, you know, is recently married or, you know, might be considering a family, connect with them. Um, This is really about supporting each other and not being in the dark about things. So letting them know that this show exists and that, you know, you're going to be going and you'd love to, you know, maybe even... Well, depending on where we're at with quarantine rules, maybe you can sit together at a screen. Um, but otherwise, you know, connect over technology so that we can kind of attend and, and support each other together. Perfect. Well, Dr. Jody Peacock, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And we'll look forward to having you back sometime to chat about preconception. Oh, I would love to come back. And thank you so much for having me today. So that was my interview with Dr. Peacock. I'm looking forward to having her back to talk about preconception planning and techniques. She's such a wealth of information and has a lot of experience. As promised, I'll put all the info into the show notes if you want to get tickets for the show or connect with Dr. Peacock on her social media. If you want to sign up for our mailing list to receive the 50% off coupon, you can head on over to the episode page at fertilityacademypodcast.com. I'll be sure to link that in the show notes as well. And be sure to connect with us over on Instagram. Over the coming weeks, we'll be giving away some tickets for free. You can find us at Fertility Academy. That's it for me today. Until next week, take care. Thank you for joining us on Fertility Academy. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you loved our content today, please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it with someone who you think might find it helpful. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to be notified of new episodes. A new one comes out every Wednesday. To keep in touch with us and to continue the conversation, you can find us over on Instagram at Fertility Academy or join us on our private Facebook group, the Fertility Academy Community. Both are linked in the show notes today. Until next time, have a great week.